is Michael Govier. I am the co-host of the First Day Pod, along with my wonderful co-host, Leanne Hello. On today's episode of the First Day Podcast, me and Leanne have an honest conversation about food addiction. The origins of our food addiction going back to childhood. We get a lot of great feedback from many wonderful contributors to the live stream. So we hope on today's show that you'll join us on a journey of honesty, community, and wisdom. Now here's the First Day Pod. podcast don't take your top off (laughs) we are live on sunday night it's easter sunday for those of you that are down with that cool enjoy your easter i hope it's wonderful and for those of you that don't do that then i hope you have a great sunday regardless we hope you have a wonderful time we hope your life is all that you want it to be and more i am michael govier one of your hosts and then leanne hello is the other host she is my girlfriend and a wonderful canadian and an even better human being Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm uh, doing pretty good, you know, just kind of cruising along here on a Sunday, taking care of business one step at a time. Nice. Good boy. Yeah, I am, you know, here to be honest about life and talk about things with you. It's just you and I talking about stuff, you know, talking about our own experiences. We're talking about the fact that we're not together. We're apart for so long. It's been over a year since we've been able to see each other and talk about our, our food addiction issues. We'll talk about anything. Everything's in play here. I am not going to back down okay. from anything. I want to be honest about it. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Yancey, a friend of the show. He texted me earlier and he said, so that the thing you sent out this week's um, yep. poster, image, yep. image yep. of the show, whatever yep. you want to call it. Uh, it's a picture of you and I at Christmas a couple years ago. That's 2019 Christmas, 2019 Christmas. So it's 2021 now. And he's like, did you lose weight or something? Because I guess I guess apparently I look even more gigantic to him in that picture than I do now. So that yeah. was actually made me feel better today. Because I was like, oh, well, it's funny. I've gained weight. But I guess I am smaller than that still. I guess I was just gigantic. <laughs> I didn't even realize how gigantic I was. You were not small. That's for sure. No, I wasn't. No. But it's just funny how we see ourselves and how other people look at us, and then they kind of give us a reality check. And Yancey said some very honest things about you know food issues, and he was talking about his own weight struggles. And it was very wonderful that he took the time out to ask a question, and then we kind of learned some more about each other. So I'm not sharing all his business on the show. I'm just saying that I wanted to thank him for reaching out and uh, making me feel a little bit better about myself when I... Didn't have a lot of reasons to physically because I've been struggling with food and I've been, it's been a lifelong struggle of mine. That's awesome. I mean, not your lifelong, no, not your struggle, but Yancey. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to meet him. I'm sure we will someday. We'll head down to Florida and we'll meet him. Uh, But don't forget, you know, it's first day pod, first day pod at protonmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us about your thoughts, about your own struggles. Or if you have something great to say, then share that with us. We'd love to hear positive news. But if it sucks and it's down and depressing, that's just as fine. Doesn't matter what it is. Just share with us and connect. Uh, the book club is still going on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Book club. What are we reading, Leanne? We are reading You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. It is. Are you reading it? 
Okay. So it is really, <laughs> it's really good. I feel like it's one of those that I would really like you to read because I'd really like you to like. Me? Yeah. No, yeah. I told you. I'm going to get, I'm in into it now. I just, the baseball season's underway now, so I shouldn't miss any more book clubs going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. It's, okay. Awesome. So it's really good. It's, um, I didn't have a whole lot of expectation for it because it was, um, I thought she was going to be another one of those that are like, here, I know all the answers and here they are in one book. And um, it's really not. It's really cool because she just goes through kind of like uh, if you were a client of hers um, and how she would go through coaching with you. And really, it's you. We all know we all have our own answers. They're all inside of us. We just have to take the time to be silent enough to find it. And, um, so it's got a lot of really good reflection, a lot of really good, like dig deep, figure out your stuff basically. Um, so it's a cool read if you're in the place ready for some, um, self-awareness and self, um, realization. So I'm really liking it. So yeah. Anyway, it's been helpful for me. And yesterday I had an extremely, it would have been very interesting actually to have this podcast episode recorded last night. Cause oh, I, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You probably would have faked it or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I was in such a place that I don't know that I could have faked it. I would have just probably been like, eh, sorry guys. Here yeah, I you am. Would have, you would have canceled. No, I don't think I would have canceled. I just don't think that I would have been there. I think I would have just been like gone through the motions, hoped for a 45 minute episode <laughs> and um, <laughs> let you take it away. But um, night and day between how I feel today compared to how I was yesterday. And um, I don't know if I, I feel like I needed it. I feel like it was just, um, I was, holding on to so much. And then I finally just like let it go. And I just kind of let myself just sleep and be miserable. And, um, what is this? Am I reading? Oh, sorry. sorry. This is a comment from one of our viewers. Okay. Ice hey, raise hey. one. Okay. Ice raise one. Hello, ice raise one. This is on Twitch. We're now using our Twitch channel oh, because cool. we haven't really been using that because we had Periscope, but Periscope's gone. So now, Twitch is our third option. So we have three options. The first one's the YouTube channel, which we prefer. Yeah. You sub our YouTube channel. That'd be fantastic. That'd make our day, right? Yes. Subscribe. <laughs> yes. Subscribe. Like all those people tell you in other videos. You know the drill. Yeah. And uh, the Twitch Hit channel the is also another one. Yeah. That's right. That's for <laughs> notifications. That'll let you know when we go live or whenever we post a video. Oh, nice. That's cool because one of them... Um, one of the people in our book club was talking about it last week. They were saying, okay, so if you're not going to be on Facebook anymore, because um, I was like, I don't know where we're going to be. I know next week we're going to be on Facebook, but I don't know where we're going to be after that. And he said, oh, because I already have like notifications set up. So I know as soon as you guys go live, I get the notification so I can be here. And I was that's like, right. ooh, okay. I don't, I don't know if that's, if we have that. So that's what the bell is on YouTube. That's what the bell is. It notifies you whenever. Nice. If you want to really be dedicated to a specific channel. So. Oh, cool. Now I can tell them. Okay. Yay! Great. So sorry to interrupt. Anyways, yes, we're on Twitch now. Periscope is dead. So Twitter, we're, we have our Twitter page, but there's no longer like a live feed. So we'll just repost our 
YouTube channel on there or uh, whatever. So, okay. Anyways, oh, what's our YouTube channel? Uh, our YouTube channel is First Day Pod, I believe. Oh, that's what you, YD is. Cool. <laughs> if you type in First Day Pod uh, in the, oh boy, it yes. should be easy. It should be that easy. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is you'll you'll type it in and then you'll see like an episode or a couple episodes and then you can click on our name and it'll go to our page. So we don't have enough subscribers. Happy Easter, Josh. Um, we don't have enough subscribers to be able to have a like YouTube.com slash first day pod yet. So once you guys help us out with that and we get enough subscribers, then we can change it. Um, so then it doesn't have all of those little letters at the end of it. So, but I don't know what the number is. I don't know if it's a hundred or a thousand or there's some number you have to hit before you're allowed to do that. So, well, it doesn't matter. I just posted the YouTube link in the Thank chat you. there. So there you go. Uh, nice. Ice raised one. It's a pleasure to have you aboard. We talk mental health, addiction, and all that stuff. It's a mental health focused podcast. We talk, me and Leanne are lovers, but we're also open and honest people who want to talk about our life, which is mental health stuff you know we talk mm -hmm. addiction we talk about uh, our own struggles depression anxiety our fears food issues whatever it is we also talk about lifting each other up and being positive and trying to grow and uh, wisdom you know right here it says wisdom education and empowerment that's our slogan here so that's what it's all about wisdom education and empowerment and we usually have um, the wisdom and education part a lot of the time does not come from us. It comes from um, the guests that we have on. So we have yeah. a whole bunch of really, really um, powerful people in their realm. So we have counselors and doctors and wise uh, people. Yeah, like people that really know what they're doing and they're they're focused on one area and we have them come in and we we talk about it and we're very honest when we're having the conversations. They're not, you know, when you listen to it's one of the things that I'm finding the more that I'm listening to podcasts is that a lot of them are like the same people have the same message that they're getting across. So then it's like, okay, you just you listen to the same thing everywhere that they go. And I feel like one of the things that I like about us is that we just kind of get in and have just like a real conversation and every one of our guests just get like super real and just like they're in our living room. So it's yes. not that like, here's what I'm supposed to say. Um, so I really enjoy all of the people that we have on. I think we're one of the most genuine podcasts out there. We don't put any false fronts out. We are who we are. Mm -hmm. And we talk about real stuff. So we're really glad you found us, Ice Raise One. And we hope that you share the podcast with others. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or our Twitch channel. And great. It's great to meet you. Great to have you aboard. If you have any questions, you can drop them here in the comments. And for those of you on the podcast, we haven't forgot about you, of course. The podcast, Apple Podcasts, is where you can give us five-star rating and a review. That would help the show as well. So if you like the show, share it with others and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Anyways, so last night you were having a really tough time and you yeah. were really sad and yes. you were in a lot of pain and yes. I could relate to it. I empathize with you because I understand. I do. Mm -hmm. But why do you think it hit you so much yesterday? Just that's just these things build up or what? I think that's what it is. I think it all builds up and then it was kind of like the perfect storm um because I was just like 
it's interesting because in the book they're talking about how like the more that you um, you're ready to release certain things, then sometimes the bigger the problem becomes right initially to kind of like test you, not test you, but like kind of like let you realize all the things that you need to let go of. And Mm -hmm. so I've really been focusing on our whole eating thing and really being like trying to be laser focused on getting on a health train and what that had had turned into for me was like a major binge fest which I haven't had in a very long time I've been having like yeah I've been having like like not great days right where I'm like (laughs) eating stuff that's like oh yeah I shouldn't have done that but this was like I had Costco size cereal and in two days I had the like family pack of cereal myself and um, on top of regular meals, like still eating a balanced three meals, <laughs> but then having that as well. Um, and it was really and then protein bars, which are like, oh, that's a healthy treat for you. Yeah. Not when you have like eight in two days, like oh, in less than two days with all that not. cereal. And there's probably a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar in there for like. Probably. Yeah. So it. It ended up like I had a really bad stomach. I remember the stomach problems that I used to have. Yes. Like pre-pandemic. That yeah. those were really, really, really bad. And I haven't had awful. one of those in a long time. And I did. Um, so then yesterday was Saturday. So Saturday. Anyway, so I woke up late and um hey. Um, so I woke up. Um super late, like 11 o'clock late. And um, a friend of mine that I was supposed to meet up with, um, she was going to be giving me a donation for our Crohn's walk. And I was like, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. I'm in pain. I'm tired. I'm whatever. And she does Reiki. And she's like, do you want me to do some Reiki on you? I said, sure, do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so there's energy coming from my fingertips. Can you feel it? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something. So uh, it was amazing. So she she did it. And then um, she said she saw a lot of sadness in me. And then I was like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, I don't want people knowing what's inside of me. <laughs> I didn't even know it was inside of me. Yeah. And um, I surprising. Like, yeah. OK, so what is this? OK, Leanne. OK, people, everybody that's doing the, the comments. <laughs> hey, thank you so talking. much. Just and I am not just going to let just me just like, cover my screen. So. Um, anyway, so she did that and then we talked about it and then I like immediately became very sad and was like, it's because of Mike. I really miss Mike. It's been over a year and it like all just started. So she was like, you're also not grounded at all. And, um, Hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. It was very interesting. And what I came up with was I was like, I have not walked outside. I haven't been outside basically. Well, Since, you've had a foot injury. Yeah. Well, that was a real dumb thing for me not to go outside. I should have at least been going outside, putting my feet in the grass and like just being with nature even for like 10 minutes a day because I wasn't doing that. So it was four weeks. It's been nothing. over four weeks that I have not been outside. And that literally. So I believe in all this stuff, but not to the point where people are like, you've got to be one with the earth and you've got to ground yourself and you got to do all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's nice when you do it. Like it feels good. I didn't realize how much I need it because I do it so often. So because I do it a lot, 
I'm reaping the benefits without realizing, you know, like I'm not doing it on purpose to reap the benefits. So then I'm just naturally reaping the benefits because I spend so much time outside when I'm doing my walks and stuff. Yeah. A month without it has been awful. And so today, um, today I got a sunburn. That's what I was showing when Mike was like, don't take your shirt off. I was showing him the difference in my skin because I got like a huge burn. Yep. I am super grateful for it because I spent um, a couple hours outside just reading this for the book club in the sun with my feet in the grass. And I feel literally 100% better. I feel night and day, a totally different person than I did yesterday. And I started with our mastermind today, which was very, started. very important. Yeah, like mm. I started my day at 7.45 oh, p.m. But you always do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So everything, People, it was just kind of a perfect storm to hit me to rock bottom. And then it was like I did everything right today to get me out of it. You had a bad day. We all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a bad day. Mm-hmm. So Josh says, I have to stick to a low FODMAP diet. It's been a huge struggle. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Um, low, what's a FODMAP? FODMAP, I believe. Josh can tell us. But I believe it's um, it's like a fiber... Um, it's like a whole list of things like people oh that have Oh my God, this prone- is real? I thought it was a typo. <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. FODMAPs it- or fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols are short chain carbohydrates that are poorly absorbed in the small intestine and are prone to absorb water and ferment in the colon. Ooh. Yeah. So people with Crohn's and colitis, a lot of them have to do this diet, especially when they're first either diagnosed or when they're going through their flares. So they'll go, if they're in their flare, I think they have to be in the low FODMAP and then they can kind of like trickle out of it if they're doing well. Um, but then they have to go back and be like really strict with that. I believe, don't quote me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's where I've heard it before. Gluten-free, no dairy, no garlic or no garlic. onions either. Oh, go garlic. Oh, man. You love garlic. I do. <laughs> Remember the garlic we had at the uh, oh, restaurant yes. at the yeah. Yes Network? You loved yes. it so much. It was. And they brought me extra. They were so nice. They were. It was nice to see you. We got to hang out. It was fun. Do you remember that? Oh. Yeah, I remember we used to hang out together. It was a long time ago. Long yeah. time ago. Tammy Purvis says colitis and diverticulitis. Yeah, that's another issue. These are all intestinal digestive yes. issues that could be very painful. Hey, Tammy. Yeah. Hi, yeah, really really bad and um and the thing that's really frustrating with col- um colitis and uh Crohn's there's no like this helps people, the FODMAP helps people, but it doesn't help everybody. So it's one of those things that like we kind of hope Yeah, and you know what? Yes, they're both saying fibromyalgia. Um I think it helps a lot of an- um the autoimmune diseases just in general. You oh. know? Because it's really, it's helping minimize that inflammation. And that's what a lot of these are, um, the inflammation in our body. So, uh, but that's the hard thing with Crohn's and colitis. We've been, we've been really like big in the um, high FODMAP can, can increase inflammation in your body. Yeah, yeah. So that's the whole thing. So all of these, um, these issues with our bodies, all these autoimmune, a lot of them are just increased in uh, inflammation. Um, yeah. So I dated a girl who had fibromyalgia once. Oh, man. It was really weird. She was always in pain. 
And this was in 2007. People really didn't know what it was. It was still even newer then. Oh, God. And she's like, people don't believe me, but she had these pain patches on. But whenever I touch her, it never hurt. So oh, isn't that beautiful? It's, just, it's weird. It's oh, weird. Yeah, so magical. It's, it's weird, though, that that's what would happen. Like, that's why people don't buy into it. It's like, oh, so a specific person could touch you and it won't hurt? That It just doesn't make sense, you know? Of course it. Of course it makes sense. It doesn't make sense on, on the surface of logic. Yeah, it does. Because if she was really into you and really like happy, then she had a lot more like of her her good. Uh, what is it like? Um, why can't I even think right Reiki? now? Does she have Reiki? I she if she ever got no, Reiki no. What I'm saying is she has like all of the like oxytocin and all of the the good hormones mm. that are flowing in her body while she's you're touching her or while you're with her and so that can make her feel a little bit better where she won't notice it it's fascinating it's very fascinating look oh look at this look at this so our new follower ice rays do you guys have any advice for school it's been really stressful and i'm worried about my parents and if they will be upset if i talk about how it's stressing me out well first off uh i don't know your parents um but i would probably I'd like to assume that they probably wouldn't be upset if you are stressed out because that if they are, then they're sorry, they're terrible parents and I feel really, really bad for you. But I, I would assume that's not the case. They're probably just busy. I don't know. I have no idea what your situation is, but I do know that if you're worried about school that's stressing you out, that you need to talk to people about it. And if you can't talk to your parents, then that's going to be a big source of additional stress for you you see how that's just going to keep going and going and going so i would suggest you talk to your parents to tell them that you are really stressed out because of school what do you think leanne i agree i i do not agree that your parents are horrible people if they they do get upset um because they might no no because they might not get upset they just might if they might not know how to handle it. Parents are human. Parents are yes, just human. Are. And parents yes. are going through their own form of stress. Parents yes. are listening to all of the things that are happening with other children too and with other people. And they may not know how to handle it. So just know that if they do get upset with you, it, they're not getting upset with you. They're getting upset with the situation. They're getting upset with themselves that they can't handle it. They're getting upset with a whole myriad of other things, but they're don't take offense or don't take it personally. It's really hard not to get take it personally when it's your parents or your significant other or somebody super close to you. But the fact of the matter is most people are not upset with you unless you have directly done something like killed their puppy or done something like really, you know, that they can be upset with you. They're not going to be upset because you've made choices or because you're feeling a certain way. Um, but yeah, I would I would reach out to them. I would just tell them. Um, and I'm always curious why we think that people are going to feel a certain way because like 80, 90 percent of the time they don't feel the way that we feel like they're going to. It's so fascinating. How many times, Mike, I've like not wanted to tell you something because I'm like, oh, I know you're going to feel this way. And then you don't at all. I was just making it up in my head because I was feeling shame or I was feeling guilt or I was feeling like I should be a stronger person. So Ice Rays, I'm just wondering if you are maybe feeling like you should be stronger and not be stressed about school, but just know that we all stress out about a ton of stuff. 
and especially the people that you're watching that you think are have it together, just think the people that are watching you think you have it together. We're all the same way. People that listen to me think I have it all together. And yesterday I did not. So, um, Hey Tina. Uh, so yeah, I, we, like Mike said, we don't know your situation, but I can say that a lot of the time we put ourselves in these, these situations that we think people are going to act a certain way. Um, yes. what does Stephanie Steph have says, to say? talking to them before it gets worse and flunking out is always a better route. <laughs> Good point. That actually is a great point. It reminds me when yes. I was a freshman in college at Central Michigan University and I was just, you know, sleeping in. I never went to class my first semester. I got a 0.5 GPA the first semester. It was a total waste. All I did was party, sleep, play video games, eat food, sleep, sleep, sleep. A lot of sleep. I've slept a lot in my life. And... <laughs> So after the 0.5 GPA, I got put on probation, but I tried to hide the letter from my parents so they wouldn't know. I think I was every day I remember obsessing over the mail when it would come and checking it so I could get it before my mom got it. And I think I pulled that off. I don't even know if I pulled it off. Anyways, I think I did. And then I go back. I'm still in school, but I'm on probation second semester. And it just gets worse and worse. I just totally give up. But there's no communication with my parents. Now, my parents were divorced. I don't know what your situation is, Ice Race. So that's... You know, that there's variables here that can influence what's going on. But, you know, I, I should have had a better communication network with my parents. I didn't have that with them. And that it was all of our faults. It wasn't just my fault. It was their fault. It was all of our faults here. We, we had poor communication. And if I communicated better with my parents, I probably would have been able to stay in school and had a more solid foundation underneath me. I didn't have that. And mm-hmm. I regret that. That was a bummer. And I ended up telling my mom, I said, fuck you, mom. I remember that. I, and oh, I hung Mike. Up. Yeah, I did. I remember I was on the phone, a, a old school dial-up phone with the, you know, and I hung it up and it was like April. It was actually 20, what, 22, 20, what is this? Yeah, 23 years ago. 23 years ago, like right now, it was April. Mm-hmm. It was the spring and the School was wrapping up, and I did that to my mom, and I hung up the phone, and I didn't talk to her for a while, and the things just got worse and worse and worse. So that was the wrong approach. That was the that was not the way to handle things. It was poorly handled because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ego and pride and all these silly things in our minds that we get caught up in. So I just want you to know, Ice Rays, communication is always a better option than non-communication, regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. The non-communication is always a more unlikely choice for mm-hmm. success, happiness, growth, comfort, <laughs> any of those things. Mm-hmm. Trust me on this. I've already been down this road. Sounds like you're younger, I think, and you know, I'm 40. So I've been there. I know exactly right. what I'm talking about. Don't make the same mistakes I did. Mm-hmm. I want to get that on the record. Uh, and if you're in a too. situation too, though, like we don't know the situation. And so unfortunately, like we said, yes. So Tina says we create stories. Absolutely. That's what we were talking about. Um, 100%. And, but then the other thing is, is we don't know your situation. So if your parents are going through addictions of their own, or they're going through, um, you know, unstable mental health on their own, you know, the situation more, you know, what may trigger them and what may not trigger them. So if you're not able to talk to your parents, you have to be the judge of that. Um, but don't internalize it. Find someone that you can talk to. There's a lot of places that you can go for, um, even free like telehealth, even free like first 
uh, conversations with people. Um, so I really highly recommend that if you don't feel safe talking to your parents because we don't know your parents, um, you need to trust that as well. You can't listen to us and say, oh, okay, well, then I think I'm going to change them. Maybe you can't, but you do need to talk to somebody because if you're at a stress level of any sort, you need to kind of nip that in the bud. Leanne's getting pinker by the minute on the show. <laughs> For those of you on the live stream, you look at her. She, her chest is getting more red by the minute. It's hilarious. <laughs> but what's so funny is I'm usually like when I go out and I like tan or whatever, I'm very conscious of like making sure that I'm like sitting in a certain way. I didn't. I just wanted to read the book. So I'm actually like if I took this off, I only have like a stripe in front, a stripe in front, and I have nothing in my because I was reading the book like this. So I have like zero color on my neck and then all red here. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, That's it doesn't my matter. Silly girl. It uh, feels anyways, great. I, it does. I'm glad you got outside. It's yeah. like that big sun behind you. Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's why I'm getting redder right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Are you listening to the first day podcast with me, Michael Govier, and Liette's Leanne? Hello. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we're really, really digging the interact interaction we're getting here. We're getting a lot of interactivity, a lot of comments. Thank you for your comments. You're really getting us on the move here. You're, getting, you're spurring the conversation. And that yes, feels good. Thank you. And we like to give our opinions. We're not experts. We're just no. two people. We're yeah. not experts. Trust us. Ice rays. We are not pros. But we have yeah. lived a lot of life. So we do have experience. That I feel confident in saying. Yeah, we have 80 I, years between us. <laughs> yes, that's a lot of years. It is. Josh says, if not parents, find someone you can trust to help through the situation. Of course, Amen. yeah. A lot of Great people gosh. can't rely on their parents or they feel they can't talk to their parents. That's okay. There's a lot of other people to talk to. You could talk to us. You mm -hmm. could talk to a counselor. You could talk to a friend. You could talk to random people on the internet. There's a lot of people you could talk to. Believe it or not, we're all out there for you. Yes. So, uh, what else? You're talking about uh, the frustration with food, food. Mm -hmm. food. It, feel, it feels like, you know, same old story, our food issues. All yeah. we do is say the same things over and over again, and we do the same things over and over and over again. We eat the same food, we make the same mistakes, we do it again, 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 and we just keep doing it. Literally insanity. Yeah. But what we're not getting to is the core and the crux of it. Like, what is the underlying why are we eating? And ah! you you hit it on the head when you were like, you're like, well, you're lonely. And I'm like, I've never thought I was an emotional eater ever. I was just like, no, I just love food. It's a I'm new just, revelation for you. Um, it really is. It's so funny. Like, at the beginning of this podcast, like, maybe a year, eight months ago, whatever it was, that I was like, we had Dave Wolf on for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a sugar addict. No way. Never like really clued into it. And now all of a sudden I'm realizing I'm an emotional eater. Yes, but this is what I want to get to. Yes. Because we haven't talked about this enough. Yes. With the topic of food addiction and sugar okay. addiction. Yes, these are addictive chemicals. Sugar is addictive. It's no mm -hmm. doubt. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But there's also a process we enjoy, like Josh says here. Many times we eat food that tastes good because it makes us feel good. In the mm -hmm. moment, yes. The whole process you go through, it's like, oh, this feels good. I love it. I was talking with uh, my counselor yesterday, and I was telling him, yeah, you know, I like it. I like what I eat ice cream in bed. You know, I enjoy it. That's what I do. It's fun. I told him that. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure it is. And we didn't get to the point 
of where it all began. Because what these are are learned behaviors and they're repetitive. Yes. They're repetitively done because they have not been interrupted enough. There's not been enough interruption to recreate new avenues with new behaviors that have been done enough so that they become repetition. This is just repetitive learned behaviors from childhood, not now. The yes. things we learned, the way to eat, was done a long time ago. And I want to give Yancey credit for this because he, he he said uh, something really poignant about he grew up uh, – well, it's not, it's a, I shouldn't share his business, but we were talking about what the household was like that he grew up in. And mm -hmm. it reminded me of what it was like growing up. So I lived with my mom. My parents were divorced, very young age, when I was five. And we had health food. My mom was a health food nut. This used to be called health food back in the day. I don't, I don't think people say that anymore. No. But... Yeah, you know, the the running jokes were always like, yeah, we have seaweed in our fridge, you know, like actual seaweed in a package, you know, things like that. And there was no, this actually should have been a good thing. It should have, should have put us on a projection to not eat crappy food, like no sugars and healthy stuff, high protein, low carb stuff, all that. And everything was free of all these additives. But what ended up happening was the opposite. It was like the older... By the time I got to be an adult and I could eat freely, when I was 18, I, I was like so excited. I was like, oh, I can finally eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And I started this pattern of like just going to town on everything. And I don't know if that's how it correlates or not, but I've been thinking about the genesis of the experience I had as a child and how I started to eat then and then how that progressed. Because we also went to my, the other thing was, we go to my dad's every other weekend and over there they had everything, you know, all the foods, all the sugar cereals. And like we sat down and ate like a meal all the time, you know, a prepared meal, mashed potatoes and pot roast and all this shit. And, you know, maybe that's part of it too. And maybe I'm literally just thinking of this now. Maybe that's always look forward to that every other weekend binge. And then when I became an adult, I could freely binge whenever I wanted. And maybe that's how it came to be. I don't know, but I've been thinking about that a lot. Not, about where I am now because I've already, <laughs> this behavior was learned so long ago. I I didn't just create this. Right. But. Oh, okay. We get the choice to create what we want right now. That sounds super easy and it sounds like it's a really pretentious, like just choose not to do it. And I struggle with it. Whoa, but wait, wait, wait. Who, said, who says what? I said that we can just choose not to do it. We just choose. Okay, what's happening? Are we reading something on the bottom? <laughs> what did you just say? You said we can choose to do it? We can choose not to eat the foods. We can choose we can? not to binge. Yes, we can. And that's what we people say? That's what you I'm trying to rehash what you just said. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that it's e it's people will say that it's like it sounds like it's uh, you know, easy for somebody to say that's maybe not addicted. Like, oh, it's easy for you to say, but it's actually like really hard to, oh, to quit it. Oh, okay. But it, I am addicted, but I do know that if and when I m prepare for one, when I have the food in front of me that I'm able to eat and make that choice, when I set out and I say the things that I'm going to do, like not the things that I'm not going to do, like I'm not going to eat any junk food or I'm not going to eat any of this stuff. When I say what I'm going to eat, like tomorrow, I'm only going to eat chicken, and vegetables. I'm not going to eat anything else. That's it. I've prepared chicken. 
and that's it. So it makes it super easy that when I go into the kitchen and I see the cereal, I just say, no, I'm not going to do that right now because right now, today, just today, today's the first day, I'm going to eat this. The problem that I've been having, and it always happens for me, is when I don't have the food prepared and I need to make the food, then I get hungry or triggered by the food that I walk by. And then I'm not strong enough because I don't have something that's like a healthy alternative there. So it's just like, okay, well, I'll just have the one bowl of cereal, which that is like 15 bowls of cereal that day. So if it's, if we, I think if we prepare ourselves and do the, you know, um, cooking before, I think that's huge. I think making like a, just a choice that this is what I'm going to do the next day and just focus on that day. Also okay. figuring out the things that trigger you. For me, 100%, I will make bad choices if I don't get more than six hours of sleep. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm um, tired, mm -hmm. I have like almost zero chance It'll be very rare if I'm able to get through a whole day without eating something garbage. <laughs> eating something garbage. Yeah. Uh, we got a few comments here. That's, okay. Great. That's very true. That's great. It's good that you know that. You've been, you've known that for a while though, because you've said that to me many times. So you clearly understand a trigger, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. That means you can identify it and isolate it. But it's a matter uh, of taking taking action on it. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. So yeah, okay. Josh says, Mike, in your situation, it could be rebellion when you turned 18 in regards to eating trash as opposed to healthy food from dating, eating healthy food earlier in life, not dating it. I probably, I would date food too, probably, <laughs> to be honest with you. I love you, Leanne, but if, uh, you know, chocolate ice cream asked me out on a date, I don't know if I'd say no. So. I wouldn't doubt, yeah. Tammy says, growing up, we were always have dessert after dinner. That's a classic for some That was always something at my dad's house every other weekend for sure. Not mm -hmm. at my house uh, or a regular house or who knows what house is what. Anyways, growing up in a divorce world is complicated. Now being my parents' caregiver and they have for dinner many nights a week and they still do dessert. Isn't that amazing? They still do dessert. These That's are the routines that never end, right? But I'd be curious, like, what did it look like? Um, and over there for... Okay. That's what she meant. And she yeah. goes over there many nights for dinner and they still do dessert. So so now do they do they have issues where they're eating a lot of like they're binging for sugar throughout the day? Or is it that's what they kind of look? My dad's like that. My dad, he needs something sweet after dinner, no matter what it is. Like he just needs to have something sweet. But then he won't he won't look for sugar all day. No, he just got to get that one. It's just he moment. knows he's that good. after dinner, he's just going to like have that one little thing. Josh, to this point, being in the moment, Josh says, for those of you that are on the podcast, I'm reading comments from our yes. wonderful commenters today who are very, very engaged. Thank you so much. Thank you. Josh says, be in the moment. I love onions, and I had to resist today to not eat it. Well, the good news for you, Josh, is that you weren't alone. You have a family you live with. You're married. Josh is married. I know Josh. He's my brother. He's married, and he has two kids. So it's good to have support around you. And I know that Rebecca... His wife is very supportive of him eating well and him being healthier. So you're very fortunate that you have someone that's 100% behind you and might even be more motivated than you are about your own well-being. So that's a big bonus. Yes. I live alone right now. I'm totally alone. It's true. It sucks. I'm not blaming anybody else. I'm not using his excuse. I'm just giving you guys a... Mm, you a kind picture. of are. 
I'm not. A no, little bit. I'm, re- I'm fully responsible. I am fully responsible for all my actions. Okay. Completely. I never back away from culpability, ever. Okay. How dare you? Come I'm on. not saying, hey, I'm just saying you are kind of using it as an excuse. It's not. It's just part of my situation. I'm trying to let people know that having support around you is fantastic. It's a benefit that I don't have. And that is true. I do not have a benefit of people in my life there daily, physically here that I can talk to and they can be like, hey, you sure you want to do that? What are you doing there? I don't have that in my life. And that sucks. Because I need that. And and that's not an excuse. I'm admitting what I need. I don't have the support I would like to have. So it is truly all up to me in the end. And it always will be. Okay. But I will say... I will say, I have a house of yeah. people here. Your family. Yep. And there's a lot of time they have no clue what I'm eating. No clue. Until they go to get the thing that they think was full and all of a sudden it's empty. So even with support around you, it's still ultimately your choice. So I it is hide my food and I which I never realized I did. Now I'm becoming Ooh, really? more aware of all my stuff. Yeah, I never really realized that I did it. Sneaky. I was just like, yeah, but I didn't realize I was being sneaky. And now that like we go to the sugar meetings and stuff and people are talking about them hiding, I'm looking and I'm like, oh, shoot, I do. I'll go downstairs and I'll eat the protein bar downstairs where nobody is and then throw out the contain- like the wrapper before I go upstairs so nobody even knows that I ate it. Yeah, it's fascinating. I don't either, and yes, it sucks. Yeah, Tammy gets me. She gets me more than you do. Oh, well, she's wonderful. (laughs) My vice is always is. She really is actually wonderful. Tammy, I love you. Um, And um, it is. It's hard not to have the support. All I'm saying is that, that sometimes even if you do have the support, it's still difficult because at the end of the day, we're the only ones that are making the decisions. And you've done it. You've done it that you haven't had the support and you still made all the right decisions. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because even, when, even right. when you were at the other house and you technically had somebody there to support you, it's not like he was on you all the time. <laughs> what? No, he didn't give a shit at all. Right. Come on. Right. I, Again, it wonderful. was just my own shame because I knew that he could technically see it. And even if he didn't mention it, I knew that Jamie would be like, he could know the truth. So here I can hide everything. Mm. I'm totally free to, I don't have to hide. I could just do whatever I want. It's not hiding. So It's just endless mistakes, one after another. And I'm 40 years old, and you know, I'm going to die if I don't change my ways. I'm not going to last. I won't. Diabetes, heart attack, cardiovascular health, all this stuff. It could all, it's all going to go bad. It's not going to get better. If I don't take care of myself and I don't stop eating 4,000 calories a day, I will die. Okay, so what do you have to do to make that choice? (laughs) If I knew the answer to that, I would have done it, right? (laughs) (laughs) But do you ever ask yourself, do you ever sit down and like really ask yourself, what do I, oh, come on, we're supposed to have a conversation. What are you, what's wrong? People on people on the podcast that are listening to this can't see your faces that you're making. So people, if you're listening to the podcast, you may want to head on over to YouTube. <laughs> I'm not making any faces. Oh, okay. Okay. Look at this. Josh says, I quit smoking by myself. Cold turkey. 
Boom. It's about holding yourself responsible even when no one else is there. There we go. There we go. Support is nice, but you're right, yeah, Josh. But this is a. This is a. Uh, it's wonderful that you quit smoking like that. It's fantastic. But this is. This is not the proper message to send out to people because it makes it, people think it's about willpower again. And it's not about willpower. Right. So I want that. That's great that you did that, Josh. But this is part yeah. of the American way, or even the North American way, if you will, include Canada. Hey, you know, we I, willpower. I just got to will myself into making this happen. I'll do it. I'll get it done, damn it. No, that is not the message I want to be sending out, and nor is it a message that I believe is truthful because it's not. So what's Otherwise, the it's just a one in a million chance. Okay, so yes, cold turkey and white knuckling it. That's what you call it, right? The white knuckling yes, it? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's extremely difficult. And I'm really happy you quit smoking. That's fantastic. It is. Yeah, way to go, Josh. That is amazing. Keep it up. That is very, very good news. Um, but if they see him do it and then someone else says, I can't do it, they think there's something wrong with them. And I don't want people to think that. That's right. my point. Right, good point. Good point. That's and. All. I would be curious how many times it took him to try because it's not the one and done most of the time. It's the I tried yes. and I fell and I tried and I fell. And then one day it yep. hits. So um, and cold doing it cold turkey. Yeah, sometimes that's just the answer is just to give yourself a chance. Like with our sugar and our eating, it's just give ourselves the chance to get away from it. And just the first day. That's that's the easy part. That's the it's tough for that one day, but just do it today. It's 8:45 Eastern time right now as we're recording it if you're listening to us live. Let today for the next 3 hours, 4 hours, let that be your first day and just make the right choices for yourself then. And then wake up in the morning and decide if you want to try again and if you do, it's your first day. And then just make the choices each time that you come to it. And I really do think, but having a plan in place is huge. It's not, it's not white knuckling it and it's not willpowering it without having a plan because you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, you're falling asleep. This isn't interesting you. You don't know. No, I was closing it? my eyes. I was pretending I was listening to the podcast and I was really absorbing your message. It was really wonderful. <laughs> okay that's what come on it was really well said i think that was fantastic and then there is so much agony and pain and suffering that we inflict on ourselves and other things inflict on us as well but mm -hmm. you're right do you have a plan are you going to follow it do you want to have a plan mm -hmm. because i I want to have a plan. My counselor said the same thing yesterday. He's like, he's like, so what's your plan? What's your, I'm like, well, I know what to do. So but he's like, yeah, but what's your plan? So, And it needs to be written down. We were talking about that in Mastermind today that like we can think and we can know because technically we all know what we need to do. We all know what we need to do to be healthy. We all know what we need to do to make money. We all know what we need to be in a good relationship. We all know. We all know the things. But it's a matter of writing it down and seeing it black and white right in front of you and then saying, okay, this looks good. This looks good. Like this is what I need to do. But then ask yourself, is this realistic for me tomorrow? So if you're planning on I'm only going to eat this, this and this, 
but you know that you're going to be out all day somewhere else. And like, if you're in Ontario, you're probably not. So you have a really good chance right now to stay home and eat healthy. But if you know that you're going to be elsewhere, Mm -hmm. you need to plan in advance because you need to set up your food and you need to know where you're going and what you're going to eat. So doing it just willpower and saying, I'm just going to do it. And then you're not set up. You're going to fail. The other thing is, is I think the little wins are totally over, like underrated. I, we do that in mastermind. We start our mastermind every single Sunday morning with the little wins, because Mm -hmm. I think we do so much good in a day. And then we just look at, so with our eating, we can eat really well all day long. And then we had like one bite of the cake that was on the counter that you walked (gasps) by 30 times in the day and you didn't touch it. But then after (laughs) dinner, you had like one piece of it, which is fine. It's fine. But then you're like, oh, now I can't count that day because it was no, it wasn't a no sugar day. Way to go, Leanne. Ugh. And then that'll probably end with another piece of cake, really. Cause now oh. you're just like, oh, I just did so bad. And like, who cares? The day's a write-off. Instead of just like saying, you know what? My little win is that I walked by that cake all day long and I only had one piece or I only had a bite of it. Good for me. And like give yourself grace. You know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And every time that we make a good decision, every single time we make a good decision, that could have been a bad decision with whatever we're doing. So let yourself have those wins so then we can keep having those moments. And then the moments will turn into days, which will turn into weeks. Instead of berating ourselves all the time, at least I'm speaking to myself right now. I'm totally having this conversation with myself right now. Are you? I think so. So if, if anybody's listening to this and you're relating, awesome. See, but yeah, realistic planning. Yeah, absolutely, Josh. Realistic planning. That's what it's all about. And all just, right. Yeah. Let's get a so plan what, then. Okay, then what's your, so what's your plan? My plan, I'll tell you what my plan is. My plan is I'm going to focus on my sleep because I know that's a trigger for me. So yes. I'm, that's going to be 100%. And it's easy because now with the lockdown, I'm taking it as a as a blessing in disguise because if I'm not at the desk for eight o'clock in the morning, not the end of the world because I don't have a client meeting. You know what I mean? Like we're back yeah. in the day, it would have been I'm at like construction sites at 730 in the morning. Yeah, it's not I don't, what's going on anymore. I don't have that. So if I happen to be up until 1230, I can set my alarm for eight o'clock or for yes. 830. So I'm going that's going to yes. be priority. I always say. It is. It's super important. So that's going to be part of my plan. And I just made myself a bunch of chicken. So I have my food hey. and uh, a drink of my water. And avocados. Yeah, I have avocado. Yeah. Good. Chicken, avocado. Those are healthy things. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's a plan. And just well, for I, tomorrow. That's it. Just for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How about you? What? Well, my plan is not to eat after 8 p.m. at night. Oh, okay. So no eating after 8 p.m. And making sure I'm uh, taking my medicine properly at the right time. So Great. And then eating my chicken that I've made for myself. And enough of it. Oh, yeah, I'll eat. I'll definitely eat. 
Okay. I'm not going to starve myself. You always think that. The only time I ever starved myself is when we hung out together in real life and I wouldn't eat always. when you were there. Always. Remember those those Sundays? Yes. Saturday, and then I would, I would eat, or I wouldn't eat all Saturday. And then it would go into Sunday. And it would be like 24 plus hours. And then I would take you home. And then I would finally eat by myself. And then you would binge. And I had no idea you were doing that. <laughs> so then I'm just like. Yes, you did. You knew I, it. I feel, you knew it. Well, eventually. But there were a lot of times that I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Why can't I go? I like would be so cranky. And I was like, oh, I don't understand why we can't just eat. <laughs> well, then we did. Remember we had pizza together. Remember yeah. that? We watched a movie. I made pizza. I tried that, too. Yeah. I tried everything. Yes. Josh says the first time I quit cold turkey for seven and a half years. Wow. And I slipped. But it's been two years so far this time. I take the little win that I'm at two years. That's Boom. a big win. But That's a huge great. win. That's Ed's checking in. Hey, Ed. So much hey, shame Ed. involved with food. The hard part is to know we are worthy of love and self-compassion, regardless of what we eat. Yes. That's very important, Ed. I would agree. Yes. Josh says, don't eat for at least a few hours before you go to bed. Yeah, that should be common sense to most people, but not me, apparently. No food after 8 p.m. This would be a big one. So I'm rocking. I'm ready. I had, you know, talking to my counselor yesterday really helped me out a lot. Me and Leanne have tried to help each other, but we have failed each other again and again. It's true. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not together, though, so it's not like we always blame it on that. So if we really fail when we're together, then I think we're screwed, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because so, we have nothing else to blame it on except ourselves. So Yeah. But, uh, yeah, talking to my counselor yesterday, I hadn't, had, I hadn't had an appointment with my therapist in many months. And I noticed the effect of not going... And connecting with my counselor and getting stuff off my chest and having someone else give me ideas. That's a huge part of maintaining my balance in my life, my yeah. equilibrium. That was a huge win. I was so proud of you for coming up with that. I was a very well, I've said it before and then we just forget, I guess. No, we all for, I forget, you know, everybody we all forget. So I understand. Why are you choosing Oprah says 7 p.m.? Thanks, yep. Oprah. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> Thanks, Tammy. But what time? This is my question. What time are you gonna be going to bed? Uh, like one. So why are you choosing eight? Because that's five hours before bed. Yeah, that's five hours before bed. Most people pick I'm eight because they're going to bed at ten. Okay, fine. Then nine p.m. Yeah, like I would, I would pick something like three or four hours before you go to bed, but not I don't five snack hours. Anyways. It's all or nothing. I don't snack regardless. So. Okay, I but I don't snack. You know, it's either. Whatever I eat, it's going to happen at that one moment. That's it. There's no additional So you're going to go five sessions. hours. Will you be hungry after five hours of not eating? No. But I'll go. I'll push it to nine. Nine's fine. I don't have a problem. It wasn't some hard, dead, fast, 8 p.m. and this is it. No, it wasn't like that. So okay. just want you to know that. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that thought. And thank you for being so passionately you know, loving of me. It means a lot. It's helped me out a lot. I don't know where I'd be without you. No, oh, you're so sweet. I am uh, sweet, and that's why I love you. All right, that's it. The show's over. We did it. This is the first day pod. <laughs> it's in the bag. Another wonderful episode. Really want to thank you all for the engagement. This yes. makes the show so much better when you guys connect with us. So that could you know how many things we learned today? Just I mean, we'll have to go back and read all these comments and yes. all of these little pieces of wisdom that oh. you share with us. We're not here to just blab blab. We don't want mm. to just blab. We want to give thoughts and then have people give their thoughts back to us that's so what makes the show great otherwise yeah. the show's worthless without you 
Yeah. It truly is. Yeah, I we mean love that. it. Oh, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean that 1,000%. So don't forget, we have the book club Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Ed's in the book club. Uh, we have <laughs> other people who are in the book club. Tammy. You're, Tammy, of course. You're welcome mm -hmm. to join anytime. Just DM us on Twitter or Facebook. We have the Facebook page you can go to. You can contact us in many different ways. Firstdaypod at protonmail.com. We're here for you, 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's not a secret. We just don't put the link out publicly because we don't want random people to join in and, you know, do something weird because that's what happens sometimes. So just DM us or contact us. That's the first step in connecting with people. Yes. Where can we see this next week? So we'll be still on Facebook and still on Twitch and still on YouTube then. Huh? Next week? What are you saying? That's where people can find us, Michael. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We're still doing all three of them? Yeah. Okay. Just like we are right now. Okay. Yay! Very good. Yeah, this has been great. So please, if you want to... The book club is a... It's a place where we just rotate books. So it's not... If you're scared or you're trepidatious in any way... You don't want to reach out and connect with people. You don't have to say anything. You could just come to the book club and and audit and listen. But it's not like we force you to. Well, that's not true. Leanne's mom will force you to say something <laughs> if you're quiet for too long. But that's what Teresa does. You know, she's trying to get everybody involved. She has a, a good heart. That's her focus. She but really yeah, you, you could just come and chill, or you could talk as much as you want. At any rate, that's it. That's all we have. The book club. Is there anything else I'm missing? Um, no, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So thank okay. you, everybody, you guys. This was amazing. I really, really, we both really, really appreciate it. It's amazing. Yes, this is great. Okay. And we'll be back next week with uh, Joe. Is Joe next week or the yes. week? Or is, yeah, yep. or this guy named Joe, Joe Gentile. That's apparently his real name on Twitter. I asked him if it was a fake name. He said, no, he's Joe Gentile. So Joe will be with us next week. He's going to talk about his own experiences mental health issues and just living life. He's had a lot of addiction issues. He's had a lot of experience and he's going to just be open and honest. He's just another regular person like me and like Leanne being open and honest and sharing our experience so that others know they're not alone out there. Just like you, Ice Rays. We hope you talk to your parents and we want to get a follow-up. Make sure you come back and let us know. You can contact us anytime. Keep us updated. We're here to help. Yeah. Love you guys. All right, bye, everybody. Okay, bye.